The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, September 21st edition. We have a nine-game slate on tap for you as we get closer to the weekend, closer to the end of the season, closer to football action. Speaking of football action, you better be following at the Sports DGens on Twitter and going to thesportsdgens.com, the NFL two-point conversion podcast to help you with your DFS DraftKings need. Myself, Bucks, and James all got it in last night. It's long, but it's great. Lots of good info, game by game by game. Uh, if you're looking to build your lineups, check that out. The two-point conversion NFL DFS podcast. It is out and about. Check out Around the Bases. It's episode 30 with myself and Mo. Uh, Doc dropped the latest week four edition of the Saturday Edge College Football Podcast. Good stuff there, as always. We have a Benched with Bubba, episode 56, with Ralph Lifshitz of Razball.com, talking a lot about Shohei Otani and his impact on baseball and fantasy baseball, as well as a lot of the other young guys that have come up this year and future prospects to talk about. So tons going on there. Plus, we have Survivor Picks from Richards, Power Rankings from Richards. We got PGA DFS teeing off this morning. We're going to have our uh, more and more DFS content coming down the way this week from Nape and taco and others lots going on we got nascar this weekend you got ufc this weekend maybe some soccer check it all out but uh you're here for the baseball the nine game slate that we have to bring to you it's an interesting one so let's look at the 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 weather if you're playing the two game early you got um wind blowing out in anaheim center field pretty good clip 11 plus miles an hour in the nine-game slate, the only real thing is weather uh, winds blowing in from left or yeah, left center about 11 miles an hour. Other than that, weather looks pretty darn good for you. But um, pitching's bad. Pitching's really bad. It's all eight and a half and above. So here's your totals: Tampa Bay, Baltimore, nine and a half; Kansas City, Toronto, nine; Minnesota, Detroit, ten. Cardinals, Reds, 8.5. Nationals, Braves, 9. Cubs, Brewers, 8.5. White Sox, Astros, 8.5. Rockies, Padres, 8.5. Rangers, Mariners, 8.5. When you look at the pitching, you have two guys over 10K, two guys actually over 11K. You have 
Carlos Martinez at 11-5 and Dallas Keuchel at 11-3. Carmart has been outstanding of late, but overall on the season, much, much better. Uh, well, not much, much better, but better at home than on the road. He's facing a Cincinnati team that he struggled against in two, uh, three starts, 11 and a third innings, 10 runs, uh, 11 Ks, averaging 6.8 points. Lefties do hit Carmart very, very well. And they do have good lefties in that lineup, in that ballpark. So it's a gamble, especially at that price tag. He could be in for another great start as he's been phenomenal. The red strikeout, he strikes out his fair share. But if I'm paying up, I'm looking at Dallas Keuchel at 11-3 at home against the Chicago White Sox. Yes, the White Sox have been hitting well. If you don't, if, I have no problem fading both high-priced guys and, and, and gambling down below. Because both these high-priced guys have high risk. Because so when you talk White Sox, Moncada's swinging a great bat. Abreu's swinging a great bat. You got... Um, Avisil Garcia versus a lefty swinging a great bat. Ingles a stinky play. Yomer Sanchez. You go up and down the order. Matt Davidson's got some pop from behind the, uh, from from third base. Um, lots to like with the White Sox youngsters, but Keuchel's been very very good mixing his speeds, mixing his pitch types. Um, come off a twenty point performance against Seattle, uh, averaging twenty point seven points a game. At home, pitched very, very well at home, 2-1-9 ERA. In his one start against the White Sox this year, it was in Chicago. Four innings pitched, eight earned, two Ks for minus 10.8 points. The White Sox are a, 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 one of those teams that they blow up at any given moment or they can get shut down at any given moment. That's why Keuchel is in play. They strike out over 21% of the time. Keuchel a 20.5% K rate with a 66% ground ball rate, which is just insane. That's one of the crazier things you'll see. And the White Sox have a 2.99 total, the lowest on the slate. Lefties 191, righties 293. But when you look at the White Sox side, and a very impressive Woba against left-handed pitching of 334, and a very, very good ISO of 165. So if they can hit left-handed pitching. Keuchel is an upper echelon left-handed pitcher, but there's there's extreme risk. That's all I want to tell you. These price tags, extreme, extreme risk between Carmart and Keuchel. I'd go Keuchel 1, Carmart 2, but both very, very risky. Now you drop down to a guy like Tanner Rourke at 9,200 at the Atlanta Braves. Yes, the ballpark's live. Yes, Freddie Freeman went deep on Geo. Yes, we mentioned that yesterday. Kurt Suzuki took Geo deep. This is what happens in that ballpark. Tanner Rourke's been actually pretty darn good of late. 24-5. That was at home against Atlanta in his last start. Um, 18-7, 29-6, 26-5, 22-6. So four of his last five starts, 22 or more. Uh, all five, 19 or more. He goes about six to seven innings. The strikeouts have been there, seven, six, ten, nine, and seven in this run he's been on. When you look at his home road splits, he's actually been better on the road than at home at 3840 RA compared to a 490. Um, the Braves, when you're looking at this matchup, they strike out only 19.3% of the time, given he did strike him out seven times his last time. So keep that on the radar. Rourke strikes out 21.5%, a ground ball rate of around 48%, a low hard contact rate, all things we do like. Braves team totals 436, lefties do hit 354, righties 260. So like Ozzy Albies, Freddie Freeman, um, Camargo, who's been pretty good, maybe Ruiz cracks the lineup, Matt Adams, they're all interesting plays. But but Rourke has the same upside and same risk to me as the Keiko-Martinez matchups, maybe just a little less upside, but pretty darn close. And you're saving 2100 on Keiko and 2300 on Carmart. That's why if I'm not paying up, I start with, with Rourke and work my way down without much you know, hesitation. 
Next up, you got a guy like Jake Arietta at eighty one hundred bucks. Jake the Snake has been. Mo and I talked about him on around the bases probably two two months ago or three months ago when he was really really rough. We we recapped it this week on our over under totals. His ERA was way over five, and the over unders could he get below four? Well, he's at a three four eight now. He's been very very good again. He had a hiccup his last start against at Pittsburgh, but then 25 23-5, 23-9, 18-3, 26-2, 26-6, 18-5, 18-8. All starts you would take for $8,100. He's priced down in this matchup against Milwaukee, and I know it's Milwaukee, tons of power in a great ballpark in Miller Park. I completely get it, but they also strike out a 1,000 times. This last series in PNC in Pittsburgh, given better park than Milwaukee to pitch in, I told you to use Brault, who wasn't horrible, Trevor Williams, who was outstanding. These are things you can do against against a team like Milwaukee, where every now and then it blows up in your face, sure. But $8,100, the risk is already built into the price tag. Arietta, if this game's in Wrigley or this game's in uh, PNC Park or something, he's in the nines, closing in on tens, at least he should be. They're factoring in the risk you're taking facing Milwaukee. So Arietta at 8100 bucks. He's faced Milwaukee twice this year. 13 innings pitched, uh, three earned in those 13 innings, 16 Ks. He's averaging 28 points a game against the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, this is one of those guys that if, if Arietta is off tonight, I'm not going to make any money. I'm going to watch a crappy Thursday night football game, maybe watch some college football, and I'll get ready for the weekend. But Arietta is going to be one of my staples because he's going to allow you to get a ton of bats, and he's going to have tremendous upside at his price tag. And at the same time, the money you save from paying up, you can put towards bats. That if he isn't as great, the bats should help you out. Uh, Milwaukee strikes out almost 26% of the time. Area at a 23.5% strikeout rate. They have a 4.07 total. That's the uh, fourth lowest on the slate. Lefty's 349, righty's 257. A few things to worry about there. Just limit the damage. The K upside is tremendous. Arietta could be in for a huge one, hopefully. If not, hey, is what it is. But 8100 bucks. The, the price tag is just off, and I will be all over it. J.A. Happ, Toronto Blue Jays, 7800 bucks at home against the Kansas City Royals. Oh, no, the Royals that just destroyed a left-handed pitcher in, in Anderson. But, yes, Happ dominates lefties and righties hit him, the complete opposite of Anderson, and we were all over it. Um, and he's been really, really good, 17-5, 29-3, 15-4, 10-7, 12-1, 10-7, 27-3, 20, 33-6. These are things you can work with at 7800 bucks. Against Kansas City this year, we played them. In, it was in Kansas City. I remember this very clearly. Six and two-thirds, four hits, one earned, five strikeouts for 20.6 points. Yes, you saw yesterday the Royals can hit from time to time. There's no hiding that. They don't strike out a ton 19% of the time, but he did get five Ks and six and a third. He's got a 46% ground ball rate, very low hard contact, which he's done very, very well. And he got the fifth lowest total with the Royals at 415. Lefties 253, righties 321. There's a lot to like with Hap if, you, if you're scared or whatever because of yesterday. Well, so will a lot of people, so the ownership should be low. I think Hap can give you, a, at worst, a quality start, hopefully a really, really good start. And on a slate like today, he is one of the better options at $7,800. You drop down to $7,500. I had to make sure I got that right first. Tyler Anderson of the Colorado Rockies at the San Diego Padres. Tyler Anderson missed a lot of this season with injuries, made two starts. Since he's been back, four innings, one hit, no earned, four Ks at Arizona. And then his last start was at home against these Padres, six innings, two hits, no earned, three Ks. He's got 21-1 and 20.4 in his two starts since coming back. They keep stretching him out. He threw 73 pitches last time. 
He should be approaching the 90-pitch plus range. He's 7500 bucks in San Diego. I know we pick on San Diego all the time, and they just destroyed some really good Arizona pitching. I, I, I can't wrap my head around it. I don't know what to tell you. That one, it's shocking. These, these guys hitting home runs, Villanueva, even the look on Villanueva's face last night, if you watch the highlights, he was shocked he hit a home run. It's There's something going on in San Diego. I know they're a good young future team. They're, they're showing it the last few days, and hopefully it stops tonight with Anderson. Padres strike out over 25% of the time. He strikes out over 22%. Uh, decent ground ball rate of 45.5, which will play nicely here. San Diego, a 4-1-6 total, basically the same as the Royals. Um, they really don't hit lefties that well. They have an okay power against them, but that's it. So it's really interesting that they did what they've done against Arizona. But I'll go back to the well with Tyler Anderson. Just know he might not go too deep, but at 7500 bucks, the upside is very, very much there with Anderson. The last guy I'm going to mention is Clayton Richard at 6300 against the Rockies at home. Uh, Richards is bad, but he's better at home than on the road, and all the other pitching down here is horrible. He averages 14.2 points a game at home compared to 9.3 on the road. Uh, if you look at his recent home starts against St. Louis, 23-9. Got beat up by the Dodgers for 8.9. Against Philly, 38.9. Against Pittsburgh, 10.1. Mets, 15-6. So, like, three or four of those, no problem taking that at 6,300. The Rockies are on the road. They hit a lot worse on the road. This is well documented. Um, when you look at Richards, also... Or is that? The Rockies strike out over 23% of the time versus lefties. Clayton Richards, almost a, he's got a 59.1% ground ball rate, which is very, very nice. And the Rockies' 4.34 total is just above the Padres. It's not that high. Lefties 315, righties 373. You would not be surprised if Richards got hit around by the Rockies, but at the same time at 6,300, definitely gives you upside down below. So it's something to keep in mind. So when I'm ranking my pitchers in the 9Ks and below, since there's only five of them, I'm not going to break them up as much as I usually do. I got Arietta 1, Hap 2, Rourke 3, Anderson 4, Richard 5. And that goes with Keichel and Carmart up top. But that's your pitching. I might just stay in uh, the Rourke and below and mix and match. I might just go between Rourke and Anderson, Rourke, Arietta, Hap, Anderson, and not even worry about Richards. I don't know, but that's where I'll be building on my pitching. Now let's talk about the bats to attack all this bad, bad pitching. Start out at the catcher's position. Wilson Contreras at 4K against Zach Davies in that ballpark is not a horrible play at all. But you look at guys like Yadi Molina against Homer Bailey at 37. You gotta love it. The Cardinals were huge for us last night. Heck, this whole this whole week they've been great. So um, another great spot against Homer Bailey. The Cardinals team total is 448 lefties 345 righties 423 off homer bailey so the cardinals are definitely live again today as you go down guy like mike zunino does have tons of power off lefties he's facing cole hamels at 3500 hamels it's he's one of the more bipolar pitchers in all of baseball so that's why i never target him and more often than not it pays off for us when you look at Seattle, they have a 4-5-4 total, which is like 8th best on the slate. Lefty's 227, but righty's 318. So Zanino at 35 is worth the look. Sal Perez at 34. told you I loved him yesterday. He went ding-dong. He is definitely in play again today against J.A. Happ. No problem with Salvi Perez. There's going to be a lot of Royals I do like, but I like Happ more tonight. I had no interest in Brian, uh, Brett Anderson yesterday. But uh, I have no problem if you want to use the Royals. Just don't expect 15 runs. It's not likely. But Sal Perez, 34, I do like a lot. Like, Royals are more one-offs than stacks tonight. 
You go down farther, um, a guy like James McCann, 3,300 versus the lefty Alberto Mejia. We know McCann. He's actually been hitting righties and lefties really well, especially the second half. Uh, but he loves him some lefties. So get McCann in there at 3,300. That's a great spot for him. The farther down we go, like a Wellington Castillo against Andres, I don't hate. I'd rather uh, him versus a lefty, but I do not hate it at all. Uh, Russell Martin, 3,300 versus Jason Vargas. I do like that. Vargas has been better versus uh, righties than lefties this year, but that's changed tremendously now. That was earlier in the year. Man, I just saw this stat. So the, the Jays had the fifth highest total at 485. Lefties, 343. Righties, 325. So righties are starting to spank him as well. So Russell Martin at 33 could be another nice play. McCann, Martin, if you don't want to pay up, those are two good starting points in your catcher's position. You got a guy like Robinson Trinos, 3,300. He does have power versus lefties. But you got Paxton out there, who's probably only going to throw about 70 to 75 pitches today. So you don't know how long before they go to the pin, and that changes for you. John Hicks of the Detroit Tigers. He's first base catcher eligible at 3,200. Lots of power versus lefties also. I'd rather have McCann over Hicks, but Hicks is there if he cracks the lineup. You go down the list some more. You got like Tucker Barnhart, 3,100 versus Carmart. I wish he was cheaper, but I have no problem with him. But Austin Hedges, 3K versus Tyler Anderson. Nice power option at the catcher's position in that matchup. Uh, Jason Castro, 2,900 versus Jordan Zimmerman. Zimmerman is a disaster. Uh, when you look at the Twins, they have the second highest total at 5.14. Lefties, 384. Righties, 375 off Jordan Zimmerman. So Castro could be a nice play that always gets ignored in that Twins lineup at 2900 bucks uh, if you're looking for some action there. And then you're going to just kind of see what pops up. You got uh, Matt Wieters. The Nationals are facing Ari Dickey. Lefties, 320. Righties, 359. So Wieters, 27. But again, like I said yesterday... He's a good bat. He'll have good games. It's just the inconsistency of those good games are tremendously tilting. Uh, Hedges had the day off yesterday. Catcher Rocky Gale, one of their young youngsters, got the start. He went deep. He's 2,500 if he's in the lineup again. He's a nice value play in that matchup. When you check him out, not a bad play at all for 2,500. Other than that, you'll check your lineups. There'll be a couple more that probably pop up down below. Maybe Ryan Holiday over Detroit or something like that. First base, Rizzo versus Davies at 56 in that ballpark is outstanding. Davies isn't a horrible pitcher, but he's also not a strikeout guy. So the ball's going to play quite a bit. Cubs have a 4-4-3 total, which does show you the respect that uh, they have for Davies. That's a that's a middle-of-the-pack total for a Cubs team who's also struggled a ton. But um, lefties hit 327, righties 313. So Rizzo is definitely, definitely a play at 56. A guy like Freddie Freeman, first base, third base versus Tanner Rourke. Uh, lefties 354, righties 260 off Tanner Rourke. So Freddie Freeman at 53, both nice plays. Joey Votto, 49 versus Carmart. Mentioned lefties versus Carmart. Uh, Rizzo's the one I want out of those three, but it goes in that order, basically. Rizzo, Freeman, Votto, if you're looking those directions. Now, if you want to be contrarian, um, he doesn't go deep a lot, but he puts multi-hit games together. He's averaging 7.6 his last 10. A guy like Joe Maurer against... Um, Zimmerman, or against, yeah, against Zimmerman at 4,600. I hate paying that price for Maurer, especially when the home runs are not usually there. But if he puts together a couple hits, scores some runs, he'll get you double digits, and no one will own him. Justin Smoke at 45. He hits lefties with a ton of power, so keep an eye on him at 45. Um, But if you want to go down to, like, the low fours, 
Logan Morrison at 4,300 versus, uh, I believe it's, uh, where is he at? Yeah, Gabriel Yanoa, massive contact pitcher. Lefty's hit 368, righty's 311, raise a 462 total. Um, he's only got a 32.1% ground ball rate, a 40.5% hard contact rate. Those are both horrible, especially when you're pitching in Camden Yards where the ball will fly. So Lomo at 43 is a very, very good play if you're not paying up. Even Matt Carpenter at 42 versus Bailey. We liked him yesterday. He went ding, ding, dong for 20 points. So Lomo, Carp down here, not bad at all. You go down some more. You can look at Hosmer at 38 versus Hap if you'd like to. Jose Abreu at 38 if you want to fade Keiko. No problem with that at all. If you don't want to pay for Lomo, you can get Lucas Duda at 3,700 in that same matchup. I prefer Lomo. But if you have to save money, Duda at 37 is definitely worth a, worth an option in that matchup. No problem with that at all. Will Myers at 37 versus Anderson. Myers does have some good power versus lefties. He's hitting really well of late. Three homers in his last 10 games. He steals bases. Um, people don't talk about it, but I know his average isn't great at 243. But with uh, the steals this past week, he's now a 20-20 guy this year. 28 homers and 20 stolen bases. Really good young ball player. 3700 bucks with some thump versus lefties. For a cheaper option. When you look farther down, you got guys like uh, Melky. Or, uh, I didn't say that right. Uh, Miguel Cabrera against Alberto Mejia at thirty five hundred. I don't hate that tonight. If you want to take the take the gamble there, Chris Davis thirty four hundred versus Andres. Definitely an option there. Andres was great before he got hurt. Since his return, nothing, nothing at all. Baltimore four eight eight total. Lefties two seventy one. Righties three ninety two. So keep those in mind. When you go down farther, Matt Davidson at 3300 versus Keuchel as a, as a low-priced option. Other than that, you have to check your lineups to see what value pops up from there. But some good options there, especially in the low fours, four range if you don't want to pay up. Second base, Jose Altuve versus Fulmer at 54 is really good. I really like what Fulmer has to offer. We've used him a lot in his throw in his few starts. Astros have the highest total at 551. Lefty's 321, righty's 261. Small samples there. Now, Altuve at 54 is really good. Brian Dozier versus Zimmerman at 52. When people will probably pay up for Altuve. Dozier, everyone plays against lefties, which I don't blame them. It's great. But he has hit righties with really, really good authority this year. So Dozier at 52 against Zimmerman is definitely a play and should not be ignored. Uh, Paul DeYoung at 4,500 went deep again. The guy is just very, very good in that ballpark against Homer Bailey's. DeYoung at 45. Definitely keep him in mind. Ian Kinsler at 43 versus Mejia. I like that a lot. Detroit should be in play tonight against Mejia. Should is the key word because they can disappoint you at times. But they have a 486 total, which is the fourth highest. Lefty's 356. Righty's 350. So they're worth uh, some attention in that matchup. A lot of good options, obviously, with the totals we've seen. Colton Wong, Scooter Jeanette, both 3,900. Wong against Bailey, Jeanette versus Carmart. Both intriguing plays. You got Whit Merrifield, who went bananas for us last night. He's 3,800. 36 points last night. Two stolen bases, a home run. He's averaging 10.8 his last 10. He's in play again at 38. I told you that price tag yesterday was just stupid. And it was. Uh, Ian Happ, I don't mind him at all at 3,800 versus Zach uh, against Davies. That's a, a nice nice price cut in that matchup. Second base outfield eligible. Yohan Moncada at 36. I didn't hate him against Peacock. I know... Um, Keiko's really good, but Mankata's swinging. He went deep again yesterday. Switch hit and bat, steals bases. He's got three homers and two steals in his last 10. He's averaging 13.8 his last 10. 
good young ball player. Does strike out a lot, but man, when he's putting it in play right now, good things are happening. So Mankata at 36. I didn't even stack the White Sox. He was a one-off in a couple of lineups, and it worked really, really well. I had some money makers last night. Just one or two things went wrong. It was so frustrating. You got some more. You got guys like Darwin Barney at 33, Gilmer Sanchez at 34, Johnny VR at 33 can be a nice play because if he gets on, he'll steal on Zach or on Jake Arrieta. So keep him in mind as a low-priced option. But Ozzy Albies at 32, I love against Tanner Roark as a low-priced option. Uh, Albies definitely in play there. But when you go down, there's not a ton down here unless we see changes. Like there's the Villanueva cat, second base, third base, Christian Villanueva. He went deep last night for the Padres. He could be a, he could be in play at uh, 2,500 if he cracks the lineup. You're just going to have to pay attention to see what lineups come out. Jace Peterson, 2,400 for Atlanta. He's been playing a lot. Second base, outfield eligible. He could be in play as well as some punt plays for you. Going over to third base, we are loaded again. Josh Donaldson at 55. Absolutely love that. You got Freeman at 53. Arenado at 52. All in play. Even Machado, if he cracks the line at 51, is worth a look. Rendon at 5K. But I'm staying Donaldson, Freeman, Arenado. If I'm paying up, I want one of those three. One of those three need to be in your lineup if you're paying up. If not, Chris Bryant at 49 is not horrible. Don't hate that at all. Travis Shaw, if you want to be uber contrarian versus Arietta at 46. But then if you're not paying up, the next guy for me is Nick Castellanos, 4400 bucks, Third base outfield eligible now, so you can mix in his Candelario combo. Kid's crushing it. Averaging 12.1 his last 10. Really hitting it well. Facing uh, the, the soft toss and lefty and Mejia today. So Castellanos at 44 is a very, very solid play in that matchup. And then you got Candelario. Down there at 3,900. Both really good plays. Usually hit near each other in that order. So both Candelario and Castellanos, great plays. I like Castellanos a lot more. But you could put him in the outfield, but Candelario at third, rock and roll. When you drop down some more, like Mustakas at 37, I don't hate. Um, Camargo, I mentioned him earlier. He's a, he's a third base shortstop option for Atlanta. He's a switch hitter. Averaging 7.2 his last 10. He's 3,500 versus Rourke. Not a bad option either. Matt Davidson, 3,300 versus uh, Keiko, if you want to be contrarian. Other than that, you know, you got like Jed Jericho, who might run into one. He's 3,100, but he's been really bad since coming back from the DL, so temper your expectations there. Uh, Ryu Ruiz is 2,500 versus Rourke. If he cracks lineup, there's Villanueva again for San Diego at 25. Let's check and see what lineups come out, but uh, some good stuff there, about 32, 3,300 above Castellanos. Shortstop, Trey Turner, 53, went deep yesterday. Yeah, guys like Eduardo Escobar at 4,900. Third base shortstop eligible against uh, Zimmerman. Very solid play there. Uh, Paul DeYoung again at 45. Zach Cozart at 41 is not horrible, but Martinez has been pretty good against righties for the most part. Uh, Marvin Gonzalez at 41 versus Fulmer I like, but Jorge Polanco at 4K versus Zimmerman. Big time discount there. Big play. Got Gene Segura at 3,900 versus Cole Hamels. Segura versus a lefty, worth a look. Trevor Story at 3,900 versus uh, Clayton Richard is worth a look in that matchup. And then you got like Camargo again at 35. Um, Tim Anderson at 34 versus Keiko. I'm not huge on, but I, I can understand it. Then it just keeps dipping. You got like Ari Adrianza. He's outfield shortstop eligible, averaging about five points a game for the Twins. Facing uh, Zimmerman at 3K is a nice value in that matchup. And then you got guys like Goings at 27. It's not huge, but it's there. Dansby Swanson, 26, isn't horrible. And then you just got to check your lineups. 
Eric Ibar at 23 had a nice game last night, so he's always an intriguing play at that price tag. Let's go to the outfield where, of course, you're locked and loaded. Blackman at 54. Springer's been on fire. He's 5,200 versus Fulmer. Not bad at all. Buxton at 49. Dexter Fowler, I told you to play him again yesterday. He's really, really good, especially in that ballpark, especially against crappy pitchers. Well, he gets to the same ballpark, same crappy pitching. He's 4,900. He's homered in back-to-back games, um, to averaging 10.6 his last 10. So Fowler at 49 is worth a good look. Eddie Rosario at 48 versus Zimmerman I like a lot. Kiermaier at 48 versus Yanoa is very good. Very, very good play. Kiermaier gets overlooked a lot. The Rays, I'm telling you, that's a great matchup tonight. Tommy Pham, 47. Don't mind that at all versus uh, Homer Bailey. You got Castellanos at 44. Nelly Cruz versus the lefty and Hamels at 44. I like a lot. Very solid play there. Could look at Adam Jones. Righties do hit Andres very, very well. So Adam at 43 could be in play for you. Steven Souza Jr. at 42. Really good play. Last night he was stealing bases. Two steals last night. He had 30 points last night. A homer, a couple steals. In a good spot again tonight against Yanoa. You know, you know it. Mancini, if you want, I'd never get him right, but he's 4,100. But guys like Josh Reddick at 41, I like a lot, versus Fulmer. Reddick's been playing really, really good, underappreciated guy. Schwarber at 4K versus Davies is one of those games to use him for the home run upside. But you got Ian Happ at 38, like him a lot as well. Mitch Hanniger went deep last night, he's 38, and then play again for you today for the Mariners. Not bad at all. You scroll down some more. You got guys like Low Kane versus a lefty at 37. Jesse Winkers all the way up to 3700 bucks, leading off left-handed bat versus Carmart. Something to think about at least. Duvall, Shebler, 3600 each versus Carmart. You probably go Shebler first because of the lefty matchup there, but both interesting plays, GPP-only type stuff. But like Manny Margot, 3600 bucks versus Anderson is worth a look. Um Billy Hamilton is back. He's 3,500. So if he's leading off, you keep him in mind. You're getting a discount. He's back from the DL. He can steal. Something to think about there. Fisher, 3,500 for Houston versus Fulmer's in play. A guy like Jason Worth, 3,500 versus Dickey. That does have some nice upside. But Max Kepler, only 3,400 versus Zimmerman. Love that for a cheaper option. Really good cheaper option. Nick Markakis at 3,400 versus uh, Tanner Rourke. Very good. If you're fading Rourke, Markakis is in play. Freeman's in play. Inciarte and Kemp are both day-to-day, but keep an eye on them at 3,400. They are in play as well. You go down to guys like uh, Grossman at 3,200 for Minnesota. I like that a lot. Some nice value there. Um, da, 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 da. The Adrianza is 3K yet again. Um, Adam Engel, right from the right side of 2,900. If you want to go there, I'm not huge on that. But, like, Corey Dickerson's down to 2,800 versus Yanoa. I know he's slumping, but my goodness. Against a, a fly ball pitcher in that ballpark, like, literally, he's bad right now. He's batting a .097 in his last 10 games. Slumping big time. 0, 3, 8, 0, 0, 0, 0, 4, 0. That's his last 10 games. That's horrible. But if you want to punt with tremendous power upside, Corey Dickerson at 20 universe, you know, is huge. Um, could be a dud, but that's that's a biggie. You got Teoscar Hernandez versus the lefty and Vargas, usually hitting towards the top of the order there at 2,800. I like that a lot as a value play. Um, Jose Perella's day-to-day. He'd be a decent one if he cracks the lineup. Hunter Renfro double-donged last night. He looks like he's streaking again. Big power bat, as we know. Hit 44 points last night. He's averaging 9.2 his last 10. Facing Anderson at 2,700. Very, very good um, option 
in a for a GPP and value. He'll probably be chalkier than chalky tonight, but he's very much in play if you're looking to save some cash uh, in that one. Same with like Matt Caesar or Jabari Blash. Blash is more your power guy than Caesar, but both are in play at 2,500 for the Padres. You're getting a lot of Padres cheapies here if you want some punting options. And that should just about wrap it up. Yep, check your lineups for anything else that pops up. But uh, some definite names that stuck out to us there that you can build around and make some magic happen. There's going to be tons of offense as totals are there for you. Again, pitching, you know, you got Keiko and Carmart up top. Just depends if you want to take the gambles or not. You can have a lot similar risk down below. My rankings down below, Arietta 1, Hap 2, Rourke 3, Anderson 4, Clayton Richard 5, Let's take a look at your BVP and then send you on your way. Uh, I'll give you the early game BVPs as well. Freddy Galvez, 4 for 7 with a double and a homer off Maeda. Cesar Hernandez, Althair, and Rupp have all taken him deep as well. Cole Calhoun, 3 for 9, 2 homers off Danny Salazar. And now we get to the evening. Chris Davis, 4 for 9, 2 homers off Matt Andres. Adam Jones, 5 for 11 with a double. Uh, Jose Bautista, 5 for 18, 3 homers off Jason Vargas. Kevin Pilar, Miggy Montero, Kendris Morales, Josh Donaldson have all taken Vargas deep. Lorenzo Cain, 5 for 9 with a double and a homer off Hap. Melky Cabrera, 4 for 9 with a double and a homer. Alex Gordon, 5 for 13 with a double and a homer. Brandon Moss, 8 for 16 with a double. Good stuff there. Uh, I mentioned John Hicks, 2 for 2 with a double off Mejia. McCann, 2 for 3 with a double. And Castellanos has taken him deep. Robbie Grossman, 3 for 6, a double and a homer off Jordan Zimmerman. Yeah, Jimenez, 2-for-3. Kepler, 3-for-5. Rosario, 4-for-11 with two doubles and a homer. Buxton's taking him deep. Small samples, but good things. Dozier's even 6-for-19. Zach Cozart, 7-for-22. A double, a triple, and a homer off Carmart. Scooter Jeanette, 7-for-25. Three doubles and a homer. Duval, Votto, and Hamilton have all taken him deep. Jose Martinez, 2-for-2 two two with a double and a homer off Homer Bailey. Colton Wong, 5-for-10 with a double and a triple. Matt Carpenter. Talk about your BVP. Batting 548 with three doubles, hitting 17 for 31 off of Homer Bailey. Yadi Molina, 385, 15 for 39, three doubles and three homers. Those are some names I mentioned, I believe. Camargo, three for four, the double. Ozzy Albies, one for three, the homer off Roar. Nick Marcake is six for 22, three homers. Inciarte, eight for 19, 421 average, two doubles and a homer. Matt Kemp, six for 18. Two homers. Freddie Freeman, 11 for 35, four doubles. So there is stuff to like in that. Daniel Murphy, four for nine with a double and two homers off Dickey. I mentioned I like Jason Worth, and this is why I remember this from before. It's batting 448 off Dickey. 13 for 29, three doubles, two homers. Jordan Zim- or Ryan Zimmerman, 15 for 42, two doubles, four homers. Get a nice little Worth Murphy Zimmerman stack there with some nice BVP play. Deaza, six for 14 with a double. So stuff to look at there in the Nationals lineup. Ryan Braun, 7 for 24, three home runs off Arietta. VR, 4 for 11 with a double. Hernan Perez, 5 for 17 with a homer. Neil Walker with a long shot as well. But like I said, you can get on and steal on him. VR stolen six bags on him. Uh, Chris Bryant, 9 for 25, two doubles, a triple, and a homer off Zach Davies. I like that. Contreras, 4 for 14, the double, and a homer. Rizzo's got four doubles. Schwarber's taking him deep. Uh, Abreu, 5 for 12, 2 homers off Keuchel. Avisil Garcia, 6 for 15, 2 doubles and a homer. Again, Avisil loves his lefties. 
So like a three-man Mankata, Brady Garcia, or you do some one-offs, all in play in that one. Mitch Hanniger, who I did like, four for five, a double and two homers off Cole Hamels. Kyle Seeger, nine for 32, a double and two homers. Valencia, seven for 23, the homer. Cruz has taken him deep. Cano, three homers off of him. Torino's taken Paxton deep. Adrian Beltre, eight for 14, with a double and a homer. And the nightcap. Arenado, eight for 14, with a double, triple, and a homer off Richards. Lucroy, seven for 15, two doubles and a homer. Trevor Story, three for nine, with a triple and a homer. Hannigan's, four for nine. Uh, Ian Desmond, seven for 23, two homers. Lots of good BVP in that lineup. There's even more. That's, that's crazy BVP. But there's your quick hits in the books. Nine game Thursday slate. Again, check us out on Twitter at thesportsdgens, thesportsdgens.com. Tons coming out for you. Let's get it in, though, tonight. Nine game slate. Hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick with any of your questions. Remember, NFL DFS two point conversion podcast is out. Around the base of Bubba Mo, Bench of Bubba, episode 56. Saturday Edge podcast with Doc and company. So much going on. Check it all out. Good luck. Nine game slate. Hit me up. I'll catch you guys later. MLB DFS Quick Hits, Thursday, September 21st. I'm out.